Welcome to the Success Scenario. I'm your host, Dustin Abrego. On the Success Scenario, we meet and hear from current LCC students, people just like you, who face adversity, why they chose LCC, and how they turn their situation into a successful one. Welcome back to the Success Scenario. I'm Dustin Abrego. This is the conclusion of our episode with Chrissy. If you want to listen to part one, please go to lccconnect.org. Now let's get started. How did you prioritize yourself as a student? We've talked about this more than once, and I think that comes to the self-confidence and like the age aspect, I say, take out of it because anytime we go talk about that, and I don't want to ignore the realities of stuff. You have a family. You have these other things going on in your life. Anytime I talk with a student, I can't just assume that everyone that shows up is like this right out of high school student, right? And even students that are like that have stuff going on in their life. Um, but how did you go about prioritizing yourself? Because you're not the only student that I've worked with or people that I've met that go, I hear what you're saying. I appreciate that the school can be flexible and that we can work with you, but I still have a family, a husband, like all of these other, I work like all these other things. How did you go about prioritizing for yourself to be a student? Well, as you well know, in the beginning, I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, it it took it took a couple of meetings with you, to be honest, because we've talked about it. I I don't go to therapy. Maybe I should, but I don't. And and I know you're not a therapist. Mm-hmm. And for everybody listening, success coaches are not therapists, no. and they are not uh, <laughs> able to prescribe anything no. or diagnose no. you. Just FYI. But it is kind of a, a sounding board situation where. I can say this to you and you, you're going to give me a devil's advocate back. You're going to make me think about it. You're going to make me question it. Um, and, and that happened with me prioritizing myself and prioritizing school. And it came down to setting boundaries, which for me, I, I've never done in my life. Mm-hmm. I had to set boundaries for the very first time in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, boundaries that I knew I was setting. Mm-hmm. Let's say it that way, because obviously I've set boundaries throughout my life. But intentionally setting these boundaries of this is school time. This is family time. This is this, this is this. So the first thing I had to do was make sure everybody that has direct access to me had my schedule. Mm. That was the Mm -hmm. first thing I had to do. This is my schedule. This is when I actually have to be in front of my computer, looking at my professor, listening to them speak. This is don't interrupt this time. So that was the first, the first thing I did was please just don't try to get a hold of me during this Mm -hmm. time. And then there was, well, I still need time to do my work. Mm -hmm. I think, what do they say? For every um, hour you're in class, you need two more for homework and study, kind of? Three to four. It it depends, you know, because it ebbs and flows. It's not like in the first week you have four hours of work outside of that, you know, or, you know, if it's finals time, you know, it might be a little more or studying. But, yeah, you're in the same ballpark. But it's an appro- mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a ballpark number, and you know I have four hours of school. If I if I just give two hours to the four for that class, that's another eight hours, and then I have another class that's four hours multiplied. That's another eight hours. I mean, this is a part time job. It's and for some people it's full time. Actually, for me it's it's fullish time. It, and I just honestly I built it up a couple hours at a time. Mm-hmm. 
is what I did. I didn't, I, I'm terrible, terrible about saying, no, this has to be about mm. me. Terrible about mm. it. But I've gotten better at it when it comes to school. There are still other areas of my life that I could probably learn from this, but I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to pressure myself like that. This is all new for me. And I have to focus on the fact that this is all new for me and give myself a break. Mm -hmm. We talk about it a lot. Give myself a little grace. Give myself just a little bit of yeah. a break. It's okay to not be perfect at this just because I, and I think honestly, that's where another place where my age comes into it. Mm -hmm. I'm 44 years old. Mm -hmm. I should be able to prioritize. I should be able to set boundaries. I should be able to do all this. No, that's not true. Just because you're almost 45 does not mean you have everything together. Mm -hmm. does not mean you know what you're mm -hmm. doing. I, I will just lose the dream of that now. If that's, if that's somebody's dream, I hate to pop your bubble, but it's better it happens now than <laughs> later. It, you will not know everything by 44 either. So I, I just... It, a lot of acceptance, a lot of personal grace goes into setting all of these boundaries and prioritizing school for yourself. But like you said, I do have a family. My daughter does need me mm -hmm. still. Mm -hmm. she, it doesn't matter if she's an adult. She needs me from time to time. My husband needs me every day, or at the very least, I would hope needs me or at least wants me every day. Um, so, you know, there's cooking dinner and when, when are we going to have a date? When are we going to have, you know, just time for the two of us where I'm not constantly thinking about, oh, no, I have homework. Oh, no, I have a test. Oh, no, this. And and yes, it, it took time to do that. But it, it came down to, I'd like two hours before class and two hours after class. This These were the boundaries that I basically set up for school. Give me two before class and two hours after class. That gives me a full six-hour block every single day, Monday through Thursday, that is nothing but school time. If I need to pick time from other places I can but it gives me a full six hours every day to do nothing but focus on school two hours before class to make sure everything's ready to go for class and two hours after class to get started on the things for the next mm -hmm. time we go to class so or or if I'm all caught up on one class it gives me just a couple extra hours to cut into say art history if I didn't get something done there or I Maybe I didn't get through a lecture or whatever in art history, but I'm all caught up on composition. I'm not just going to go blow off those ex that extra time. I'm going to first look and see, do I need to apply it to any more school time outside of this class? And then if there's time, sure, mm -hmm. then I will blow off the rest mm -hmm. of it. But yeah, it just, it, it, it took time. And I think I was more than halfway through the first semester before I felt like I had a handle on it. Mm -hmm. And then the small break between spring and summer lost all that handle and had to start all over again at the beginning of summer. And I'm pretty sure we'll do it again at the beginning mm -hmm. of fall. <laughs> but the family is really understanding and accepting of my boundaries now. So when I say this is a school boundary, I don't even have to explain more than mm -hmm. that at all. This is a school boundary. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll talk to you later. Or this is school time for the, oh, okay. Well, then what are you on the phone for? Le leave me alone. You don't need to talk to me right now. It's not important. Okay. That took time though, I think correct? I, Correct. I feel like that was maybe in thinking back of our conversations, that was probably a hard, you want to help people so much and being a great mom and like spouse and do it friend and all these other things. When I was like, if people you're telling me these people love you and you go, yes, I go, okay. So if you want to set aside time for yourself, because this is important for you, do you, 
you're saying that the people who love you will say, no, you, you can't do things for yourself. And you're like, well, but I, and I'm like, uh-huh. So. And, and it, that's the most irritating part about it, you. <laughs> I'm, that's, that's what I'm here to do. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll take it though. How did the reception of you going initially? Cause I, like there's an, some initial fear being like, I'm changing the dynamic of the relationship because you're changing you're accepting part of your identity as now being a student and you going, uh, I have to renegotiate what this means with people that have always just assumed and or expected what the relationship looks like when we work together. Like how, how was that received when you first went, Hey, I need this time. Well, like I said, I've been disabled since 2008. So unless I'm down for the count or something, I have been 100% available to the people in my life. Mm -hmm. At any time, you need to text me at 3 o'clock. I mean, I'm also an insomniac, so I'm up a lot. Uh, you need to text me at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'll be the one that's there to reply immediately. Mm-hmm. And it's got it got to the point where even in my sleep, I hear my phone go off. And if I, do, if I grab it, I grab it. And if I see a conversation and it starts, I will then wake up and be up for however long it takes for that conversation to finish. Because I, I, I like being available for people. Mm-hmm. I do. I do enjoy it. But I had to take it back, part of it. And I honestly thought people might walk away from me. Yeah. I did think yeah. that. I, I thought I'm going to tell people I don't have time for this and I don't have time for that. And they're going to leave me because hmm. it's happened. Sure. In my life. Like abandonment is an issue for yeah. me. It's a trigger for, for me. Sure. So I, I, was, I was terrified to even suggest mm-hmm. that I may need some time just for me. Mm. How out there is that? I need time for myself, like go take a shower. God forbid, no time for that. Wait, that doesn't even make sense when you say it out loud. It doesn't, but I was terrified. And I sat down with my husband and I said, we need to talk. And I I guess maybe I was so much more dramatic than it needed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Excuse me. But uh, I said, we need to talk. And he's thinking something's right. I was like, I just, I need time for school. And he's like, and so take it. Okay, cool. What do you mean to still take it? I'm like, so you don't care? Do you not care about me? Do you not care about my schooling? What what is happening? What do you, what else do you I care thought about? you were like, gonna hate me and resent me. And he goes, No, we're good. And you're like, no. then yeah. well now I'm upset. Now I'm confused. And then what is it that you told me? Because we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. I told you and you said, No offense, but men just really don't we don't think about it the way I, that women do. The if stereotype thing. No big deal. Yeah. That's it's what he means. Sure no big deal yeah, it was just like okay <laughs> men are a little easier to, yeah i was like it was so it was so nonchalant that i honestly thought he was offended but wasn't telling me he was offended because it was just so no whatever and i'm like oh you really care don't you deep down you care and he's like no i really don't take your time i go to work every day for eight to ten hours yeah. you can't go to school for six yeah. this is weird that you're saying that you need this time you can have this time and then same thing with my daughter she's like okay mom it can wait like but wait, I thought you guys needed me like wait I'm so confused you need me all the time right you need me to be available no we don't and that it was a little bit of an ego blow I think Mm. an unexpected ego Mm -hmm. blow because here I was thinking they're all going to hate me they're all going to leave me and they didn't need me to begin with Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was a little bit frustrating but then I put it all back together and I was like no this is what normal people do Mm. And I don't mean that I'm, well, I'm not normal. No, none of us are, but 
right, I, right, right. I don't, I don't mean like in a, in a situation where you're not disabled, where you're sure. just going through your yeah. daily yeah. life and, and you don't consider every tiny little nuance. People just go through their lives and they don't really, they sail and they don't really concern with every little thing. Me having been hyper aware of everybody's needs mm-hmm. and everybody else's needs from me mm-hmm. for so many years, mm-hmm. I just, I just really didn't. I didn't see getting off that easily. And then I did it. And then I was almost offended by it. (laughs) But what are you going to (laughs) do? Well, and I think because part of like, as you've very eloquently expressed, like you helping and being there for people is who you are. That is part of your identity. So if your perception is, is that this is how I care and love for you. And they go, yeah, but I don't need that. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah. But it's not that you're always there. It's that if they actually needed you, you would be there, right? If something actually happened and 100%. there's a difference yep. of, and I can more better explain this in a work type atmosphere. And like, it kind of relates to family that like, don't confuse being like busy with actually like having an impact you being around and constantly like hovering in that like parent way, which probably was rewarding and helpful at different stages in your daughter's life and your relationship with your husband, all these other things. It worked. So you kept doing it. So it's not a you problem. It's not that you were whatever you were responding. And that's how I think most people would show up or most people that have families. Um, that's what in whatever mindset or wherever we pick it up is being a good parent, being a good family member, being a good, whatever. Um, so you're not normal. You're not crazy. You're not, I think you're just you and like, that's okay. And you're allowed to be like that. Um, but you're also allowed We're both trying not to laugh. Yeah. Right. 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 right, right, No, no. <laughs> if you want to do something new, you're allowed to do that and you're allowed to be who you are. And if that's going through school, because you're like, Hey, I don't want to just pick the things around me for a career or just be doing this. I want to make a greater impact because that means something to me and the people around you love you and go, yeah, you should do that. You're like, wait, I thought you would wait a minute. What? <laughs> You're not fighting me on this. Wait, You're not talking me out of this. You mean I should, right. I, I think, and we've talked about this before because it's come up with my, um, my personal trainer. And I know I've brought it into our conversations about me personally. And I probably am not the only person in the whole world. Mm-hmm. So it might help somebody else to hear this. I need permission to be human. Mm-hmm. I need permission. I don't, like you said, you're, you're, I'm handing all this out to people and they're like, okay, no problem. And I'm like, but wait, wait, wait. wait. Mm-hmm. But that's just humanity. Yeah. And it's okay for me to maybe even reinvent myself. Mm-hmm. It's okay for me to have a little renaissance now and then, you know what I mean? I, I get to have a rebirth. There's the I get art. to change. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Hey. You it love was, the art. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. A really good yeah. Dustin, oh, I'm so. sure you did. Yeah, I know you love the art. I am using oh, yeah. I'm going to use my art history. No, but I, it is okay for me mm-hmm. to have a renaissance of my own. It, it is okay for everybody to do that. My daughter changes her career path every couple of years because she hasn't found where she's happy yet. Perfect. And that's good. okay. And I support her and I reward, I reward mm-hmm. her and I converse with her. We talk about the ups and the downs and okay, maybe this isn't right for you. And it is okay for you to change that. Well, if it's okay for her, why isn't it okay for me? And that's where it comes in. I need permission to be human. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but I do. Mm -hmm. And honestly, 
between my personal trainer and my success coach. <laughs> so all these things that people probably spend their lives thinking they don't really need, mm-hmm. you know, like, cause kind of like a life coach for college is mm-hmm. basically what you are. Mm-hmm. So there's all these things that you hear about, Oh, I don't need a life coach or I don't need a personal trainer to do some jumping jacks. And then you get those things mm-hmm. and, and they give you permission to be human. Yeah. You realize this is why people need coaches mm-hmm. and trainers mm-hmm. and things like that. And I'm like, I didn't do sports growing up. So I imagine, I mean, I did some track, but I wasn't a sports head in school. So I didn't have a coach in that aspect and I don't really have any teachers that changed my life except for maybe from grade school Mm -hmm. so and you know when you drop out of high school at 15 years old you know right at the start of your junior year you're not giving yourself an opportunity to have teachers that change your life but can't change it so here we are but um yeah the permission to be human is probably one of it could be one of my biggest flaws Mm -hmm. but I also think it could be not could it is a benefit of me. Hmm. It is a benefit of me because I will take my humanity out of a situation just to support someone else's humanity. Mm-hmm. I do have to give back to myself occasionally yes. and refill my glass occasionally, yes. but it does not hurt. It does not cause me any kind of real physical pain. It actually fills my glass a little bit mm-hmm. to, to give somebody else their permission to be human. Mm-hmm. Even even though it's strange because I still need my own permission to be human. And I need that regularly mm-hmm. is the thing. I, I still haven't learned. <laughs> there will be, I'll start my job as a social worker and I'll call you and be like, Dustin, <laughs> I need permission again <laughs> because yeah. that's, that's how it, that's just how it is. It's how it is with me. And like I said, maybe it's like that with other people and they've never thought about it that way about needing permission mm-hmm. to be human. Yeah. Cause why is it okay for everybody else to make changes and make mistakes and, and be human, but it's just not for me. Why do I hold myself at a, a level so far above the other people in my life that I don't criticize or degrade for being human? Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I have myself up here. And if I can't stay up here, then I failed everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's dramatic, but it's exactly how I feel. Do you want to know a secret? If you'll tell me. Okay. Well, I, that's why I asked. Uh, <laughs> everyone kind of does that. And like, yeah, then, I don't think it's a secret. well, I mean, you, you're saying that you <laughs> and like needing permission and stuff, and that's not, you're out of pattern and that's okay. And it just takes time getting back into it. And like what you spoke of having a coach is not that you can't do it or don't know how to, maybe you don't know where to start, but also having a coach in the relation to sports for people to understand that it's not, I think I can do one more and I go give me 10 more. And you're like 10 more. Oh, I don't know if I could do 10 more of whatever it is. And I go, yeah, no, I know you can. And it's also to be there when you're like, I don't, I don't even know why I'm here. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, and we can talk and that's, that's awesome. Um, pivoting a little bit. What would you tell first semester self, first semester self, knowing what you know now? Breathe. Mm -hmm. Just breathe. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay. It, it feels, especially, it, it's a, it is a big deal. So with college, you know, you're not just taking another step in life and experiencing a new way of life. You're taking on a financial responsibility. 
And if you don't succeed, well, you still have a bill to pay. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like I went out and I bought a new car. I have a car payment and then I crashed it a month later. Well, I still have to keep paying for what I no longer have. Uh, so <laughs> did I touch a nerve? No, it's just like I, putting okay. the weight behind yeah. that for people to understand in a physical way. It, it, yeah, it, it carries weight. It, it carries a lot of weight. And I did it again. I lost. No, you're fine. First semester. It's yes. First semester. It's hard. I just got off of eight weeks of 16 weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The math doesn't add up in my brain. <laughs> uh, but yeah, first semester. Um, breathe. Breathe is a big one. But also what you told me. Mm. I deserve to be here. Mm. I'm just like everybody else that's that's starting. You deserve to be here because everybody deserves a chance to at least start, mm. at least try. Mm. And I keep leaning this way because my hair is getting stuck. Sorry. Oh, I just fell off the screen. But it's that permission to be human right there. You deserve to be here just like anybody else. Why don't you? What is it about you that doesn't deserve to be here? Nothing. It, it, I'm very self-deprecating, which you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is becoming a lot more common just in the generations that are coming up mm. behind mm. me. Self-depreciation is just, it's, it's just something I think we all have now, mm -hmm. unfortunately. And we tear ourselves down a lot, a, a lot. Most of us don't believe in ourselves. Mm. And knowing that you deserve to be someplace, hearing, not necessarily knowing, but hearing sure. that you deserve to be someplace, because there's knowing, there's assuming, but when somebody else says, no, you deserve to be here, it gives you that permission to look at yourself through somebody else's eyes like you would look at another person and tell them you, they deserve. You get to look at yourself and say, yes, you do deserve to be here. I can go look in the mirror now and I can say, you deserve to be here. I can have a private conversation with myself now and remind myself all of the things that you tell me regularly. You deserve to be here. Your age has nothing to do with it. You belong here. You can do this. If this is your path, you can do this. Mm -hmm. You're 100% capable if this is your path. Mm -hmm. It may not be, but how do you know if you don't try? And that's where that permission to be human comes in because, okay, humans try. So let me just try and see what happens. So with uh, what would you tell someone that is thinking about coming back, is unsure, you know, maybe they're like, I don't know, my story sounds similar to you or... That sounds very different than you. Like, should I, what would you tell them if they were thinking you're on the fence? About coming back to college coming, or starting or both? Either, either. Lots of different people listen. Try. Try. Okay. My, my suggestion is to try. Mm -hmm. Just, just see. It can't hurt just to see. Mm -hmm. You might incur a little bit of a bill, mm -hmm. but there's great programs out there. Mm -hmm great programs like Michigan reconnect and things like that, that can help you pay for college. Mm -hmm. Just try. You don't know unless you give it a shot mm -hmm. and see if you can handle the stress of the workload. See if you can do the work. Maybe you just need to readjust which classes you take first. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, we've talked about, um, for me, I always make sure that within a semester, something I'm taking is going to keep me moving forward mm -hmm. no matter what. There's something in there that I find fascinating that when I get bored of this 
you have to do this because you're trying to meet your prerequisites class, whether it's boring or not. If it's if it's prerequisites and someone's telling you you have to do this, it it, it gets boring just because. Mm-hmm. I think we immediately try to lash out <laughs> sure. and say yeah. you can't tell me what to do. So um, I always keep a, a class within my semester that will trigger my interest if I start to get bored. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what someone needs to consider doing is, you know, don't, don't take a bunch of, you know, math, English, this, and try to get it all done in one semester. Mm-hmm. I think that would be setting somebody up for failure. I say, personally, I would say, break that up, do English one semester, mm-hmm. math, a different semester, this, a different semester, especially if they're prerequisites and you don't really want to do them. Sure. But, and I said that with quotes because it turned out. I didn't think I was going to want to do my writing. I thought that would always be boring for me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. I loved, I loved both of my composition classes and my professors. The work was fascinating. Everything I learned will carry on to other classes mm-hmm. and my future. None of it's wasted. Mm-hmm. And if anybody's thinking that something that they're signed up for is just wasted time because it's a prerequisite or it's part of the degree, but it wasn't the part that they wanted, they felt like studying or whatever that, I mean, that can make somebody try it just quit right like that I would imagine Mm -hmm. too much to do and it's nothing I'm interested in I'm done so I would say breaking it up Mm -hmm. anything you're not interested in pack in something that you're very interested in so that you can kind of dodge back and forth and refill your gas meter every now and Mm -hmm. then because it it, it's school it's gonna some things are gonna be boring to certain people and those same boring things to me are gonna be fascinating to somebody else Mm -hmm. What I think is fascinating might be boring to somebody else, but you've got to have that. What's that juxtaposition? Yeah, is that yeah. the word? You do have to have that so that you can appreciate the whole experience. I think making sure that I have a class that intrigues me and doesn't just educate me. That's the push I need to keep going through the classes. I think won't intrigue me. I'm wrong about that so far, but I mean, fall is math. I can't see math being intriguing, but at the same time, I didn't think composition would be intriguing. And it was. We'll talk so, in November and then you'll be like, oh, I did really well. I knew it. And <laughs> yeah. like, if I just say yeah. I know it in the beginning, people won't talk to me. Yep. So I can't do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, having a success coach is basically like having a really supportive sibling. It really is. <laughs> like, I think after... All of these months of having me having to tolerate you, oh, okay. first of all, oh, it's okay. not easy on my right. end either. For right. We're not required to meet, by well, the way, putting that out there to the listeners, but all right. <laughs> you having to tolerate me, it does, you become family. Yeah. It, it, I don't, mm-hmm. I think it's inevitable. I do feel like I could say Dustin is my friend, mm-hmm. but more than that, I think that you're, you're, you have a family quality to you because you're so supportive of my educational career mm-hmm. and what comes after that. And you're also supportive of what's come before it. Like, mm-hmm. You're literally there as, like I said earlier, like a sounding board, mm-hmm. but you're a sounding board with so much information. You have so much information to provide to somebody, but you won't cram it down someone's throat. Mm-hmm. You wait for an opening. You're really good at what you do. Just for the record. I said this privately for right. the record, yeah. but on air, I will also say you're great at what you do. And I would Thank assume you. that your coworkers are also good at what they do. Yes, they are. You choose to do this for a reason, mm-hmm. I think, because you want to help people, too, like mm-hmm. I did, you know, like I do. 
just in a different way. And who knows, social work could lead me to success coach at some point in my life. You never know. It could be full circle and I could be sitting right next to you (laughs) every day. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can handle working with a sibling like that though, but you know, like, right. there's a tear coming down just Dustin's face right now. So, He's yeah, so visible. You can hear it in my voice. Um, yep. <laughs> oh, you're my best friend. Uh, well, thank you for those really kind words. That means a lot. And, you know, I try to work with people and I think I, in your words that I'm really good at what I do because I'm trying to help get other people to the point of the things where they, who they are and then what they want to do and lining those up as much as possible. That's super important to me because I think that's where people find happiness because you're going to spend a lot of time at work in your life. And I would rather view it as a career, you know, maybe not to the point where I'm going to frame my work as a mission. Right. Um, but I'm, it, I definitely view it as a career and if I can help other people get to that, that means the world to me. That's me doing my thing that I love, just like how it will be with you working with kids doing social work. So Exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great time. Oh, my pleasure. Um, if anyone wants to, yeah, if anyone wants to connect, um, please reach out. Your success coach will be reaching out if you're a current student or anything like that. Um, Chrissy, thank you so much for joining us. Really, anytime, Dustin. It's my pleasure. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to the success scenario. You can listen to this episode and past episodes anytime online at lccconnect.org. The success scenario is a program dedicated to inspiring students towards a path of success. I'm Dustin Abrego, and if you're a current LCC student with a great story to share or know someone with a story to share, connect with me on Twitter or at LinkedIn at Dustin Abrego, A-B-R-E-G-O. Until next time, Success starts with you.